Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm East Bound up, watch old bandit run. folks welcome in there you go all right need to get a microphone there we go welcome in three dudes with a view uh tuesday edition boy we had a, a what we used to call a good soaking rain last night where it just a slow drizzle all night long just soaking up the ground soaking into the ground uh that that will that will be the start of a green fall and um particularly to those of us who have cattle or sheep or livestock farmers or anything else um that's good news to have that rain all right i'm dude number three i'm del kennedy dude number two clayton harris where are you man not here dude number one mr jim york good morning del good morning everybody all right and favorite son of columbia uh regular special guest dude on tuesday ron hard how's it going man Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right. Let's see. Ron, I'm trying to see what you wrote about this week. Um, what about Fauci and then writing about student loan forgiveness? What's your take? Well, Fauci's time to go. Obviously, a lifelong bureaucrat who played both sides of the fence. You know, wear, you know, don't wear masks. You know, you don't need to wear masks. Now you got to have masks. Oh, I got to have masks everywhere you go. How does science change that much? He's tied, I think, with the NIH and, and Pfizer and the Wuhan lab. There's a lot of things you don't know about what he's been involved with. He won't answer in front of Rand Paul and the Senate committees. I just think it's time for him to go. It's good, it's good riddance. Uh, I think there was a way overreaction to COVID. I think the, if you write the autopsy about their response to it, there's so much, you know, business, family businesses that they own, restaurants people own got shut down, their life savings ruined, uh, two years of badly educated kids left at home because teachers unions wouldn't go back uh, to, to on this, use this as an excuse to go back. And the states that were less draconian about their requirements had no better outcomes than, than states like florida and other states that were that were less restrictive during covid very true Truth is you know biden, biden got it twice fauci got it truth is we're all going to get it and you know we don't know the lingering effects of these vaccines i mean who knows i hope we're okay with them but it's a little bit you know so i think their response to it wasn't great he and, and bureaucrats like him in dc have the ability to double speak all the time and he probably got out you know he got three hundred fifty thousand dollars a year pension the taxpayers are going to pay for him when he retires. So he'll spend more time probably locked down, you know, spend more time locking down his family, maybe. <laughs> you know, I well, could. We're going we to have to classify Ron's uh, article as the whining article because it always whines about what was done. They never have a solution, just whine about it. I think I just had a solution, Mr. York. So he didn't need to shut him down as much, let people make their own choices. So I think there is a solution. I said, yeah, oh, but- if you go back and read my old columns, 
I said the same thing. You go back a year, two years ago, go read them. I said, you don't need to shut everybody down like this. It's going to run its course, and you don't, you don't ruin people's lives over it. The government's reaction to it is probably worse than the, than the problem. And, you know, protect people with comorbidities. They're really, you know, they're overweight or have risk of dying. They should really wear a mask and get out of the system if they want to, their choice. But I've said that for two years now if you want to read it. I know you don't but like that, reading that, just, That's just, just like opinion. Uh, that's just an opinion column. You know, a lot of people who closed their businesses and went home and employees that didn't work saved their own lives. And a lot of them that tried to work aren't here anymore. So, you know, it's, it's, so whatever it's it not a mix. It's yeah, not a mixed Democrat bag. solution to everything. No one works. You know, it wasn't a Democrat solution. And see, that's where you get it wrong at. It's a human solution to health care in the country. Human. Well, at least the, at least the CDC well, is finally stepping up to the plate. You know, they've got a chief that is saying, "Hey, we handled a lot of things wrong." Okay, folks, let's welcome in Gabe Howard. He is uh, the newly elected eighth district commissioner for Murray County. Uh, you're going to take office when Thursday, Gabe? Thir- Thursday, we're getting sworn in. There we go. All right. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. So now, what, morning. what's your take? I mean, I think that, you know, you've got a chief at the CDC now that finally is stepping up to the plate and saying, hey, you know, and owning the mistakes that the CDC did make across the board. Um, When you start talking about masks and mask saving lives, the problem really is there were no regulations on masks. Most of the masks, I mean, 90 percent plus of the masks that people were actually wearing were doing absolutely nothing. You know, they're not in 95 masks. Um, you know, this is a conversation that we, we've had in my house quite a bit. My mother's a um, 40 year, you know, nurse. And, um, you know, there were, there were things we definitely agreed on. There were things we disagreed on. But the one thing we agreed across the board is most of the masks were not doing anything whatsoever. Gabe, Gabe, let me ask this question. Yes, sir. Haven't, sur- haven't surgeons been wearing masks for years? Y- yes, sir. And they wear N95 been, proper masks, regulated masks. They haven't been masks. wearing N95 masks in the surgery room. I had surgery, and they weren't wearing N95 masks. I, I, I would find that highly uh, doubtful that, you know, inside or outside, it was not stamped N95 because that's what hospitals have been using for I mean, a really long time. They are regulated masks. All nurses in in, in in medical centers, I just went and got blood done. They were wearing the basic surgical masks. Well, I, and I think that's, that's part of the problem, Mr. York. You know, I mean, look at the science of it. That yeah, mask and, is and not nobody, doing everybody anything. Everybody that's talking about it doesn't have a doctor's degree or practice medicine, you know? Again, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, speaking on behalf of my mother that's been a nurse for 40 plus years, and um, she does. She has a master's degree and, um, you know, has held leadership positions within hospitals. And, um, you know, that, that's, that's, again, of her opinion as well. And she is a medical professional that's been trained. Well, I'm glad a lot of people survived the COVID, you know. Yes, sir. With those that wore masks, those that didn't wear did. masks, so a lot of them did survive. Over yeah. a million didn't because they had other conditions besides COVID, you know? Ron, yeah, and also of the million that died supposedly of COVID, I think the reality is probably maybe half of those were really I know five situations. They said that a ninety-year-old friend of mine died, and they said it was COVID because it, insurance pays more, and there's a there's a lot of reasons why you can't question that uh, uh, without naming names. 
someone up in uh, near Nashville's husband died. He's a total alcoholic. Died of that, and they 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 as a favor to the family, they called it COVID because the insurance companies can't question COVID for for life insurance policies. Look man eaten by alligator late, later dies of COVID. Yeah, exactly. So you basically they, a lot was thrown on there, but for political purposes, when you politicize anything, uh, healthcare, uh, you know, or the FBI right now, and, and apparently student loan debt and the and the colleges, you, you politicize something, they lose all credibility. So well, I mean, we, we need to believe it, in healthcare in this country, right? So well, they got to be consistent. They got to be honest. And you say follow the science. I say follow the money. I mean, mm. they, they're driven by money. Who politicized it other than the the right right party? Oh my goodness! That's you know it, when the Democrats say wear masks, the Republicans say don't wear masks. When they say hey, stay uh, far from distance yourself between people, the Republicans say don't do that. You know we want freedom. We want freedom. Nobody took anybody's freedom. And and you look at a, look at the guidelines that have now been put down. You know from the CDC. I mean the the isolation, the quarantining, everything is so different now. What has changed in the science? Yeah, and the, people and the, have gla- the collateral effects of Mr. York have gotten vaccinations that helps the overall situation. I, I, I wrote about this a lot, but you, you can't make healthcare decisions in isolation. Meaning, you cannot have some weight to the economic impact of, of family restaurants, family businesses shut down, lifelong savings loss, kids undereducated for two years in high schools, domestic abuse, but people staying at home and beating their kids because they're all locked up at home. There, 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 are, other cons- there are other things at play here that, that CDC and the government has to weigh when they do these things. CDC and, and those are things that will be hard to measure. And that was try to save people's lives, and they had it was an ongoing, a rolling scientific uh, situation where no, no, they science is settled, Mr. York. Science, science is never settled. Sci- there's ro- there's oh, no, data that you collect global warming. with a with a new well, it's you know, the, the science is here with global warming. You can see what's happening it's in, in the world. No, Al Gore said it's settled. Yeah, he's he's but, one of the- but but science is something that is a, is a field that constantly changes. And when you have a disease no, a pandemic, don't say it's you don't know what the guideline, what the income outcome might be. You got to constantly test and test and provide the best information at hand. And okay. you criticize so people for providing years of medicine you in America. You criticize Trump when he didn't provide any information, but you criticize you know, the Democrats when they provided yeah. some information. So, so let me get this right. So we got two years of medicine in the United States. We don't know uh, uh, two years ago whether mask or mask, uh, not wearing a mask, wearing a mask matters. We don't know that yet. The data showed that masks were important to wear. And then they found additional data and they looked at it differently. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that's, that, that really breeds uh, faith in the system there. Yeah, the data never showed well, that. Well, I mean, you know, the, the, if you've gone to a doctor, you know, your doctor's changed methods for over. You know, one of the things I've taken, it said, hey, if you take a, a 80 milligram aspirin, that will help you. But now they've found that if you've been a heart patient and had heart attacks, the 80 milligram uh, aspirin might help you. Now they're recommending you don't take the aspirin. So that's changed over time. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think they were spot on with all their pontifications they and, made and directives? Some, they made some errors. I mean, any industry, any area is going to make some errors, Ron. Gee, nobody's perfect. 
You act like everything's got to be perfect. You just you know whatever flag they run up the pole. You, you yeah, do whatever they say to do. And and what is obvious is that the left's agenda was not better health for people. They had another, <laughs> they had another agenda. Oh man, and, uh, and that's Control. what they. Yeah, you you all come up ridiculous theories every time there's facts. Well, you it, come it, up it makes no sense. It wasn't, you know, I mean. It, it makes absolutely no sense. In California and New York, they're locking down. In Florida and Tennessee, they're not. The health outcomes were exactly the same. Uh, yeah, remember remember Governor Cuomo who lectured us every day in the in CNB, PMS, NBC, and, and, uh, and CBS. They all ran microphones. He sat there and lectured America. Uh, Governor Cuomo, he was like the expert, the leader, great leader. She wrote a book on leadership. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he wrote a book well, he's got some kind of Emmy or something for his broadcast. Oh, yeah. About, yeah. What he really wants is a Latin Grammy. I don't know if he'll get that or not. Hell, but, uh, you had some, go ahead, Ron. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just saying that he lectured the whole country, and the, and the microphones ran to him, and, and he was and he had terrible outcomes in New York and New Jersey, the worst possible. He put people in nursing homes that need not be. And it, just don't, you know, so the people that pretend to be smart on this thing, let's all admit we don't know. <laughs> that's, that's why I try to say it. Ron, I think on this program. I, I think it's worse you know? than that. I think they did know and deliberately set about to do harm. Uh, for reasons that I don't understand. Yeah, we had people on this program that advocated the vaccine wasn't the only source of of of, of curing COVID, and they are no longer here talking to us because they went a different route. I don't know who that is. Who? Mr. Valentine, I believe, is who he's speaking of. No, Valentine and and our local guy who who ran uh, was part of Vanguard. Vanguard. I mean, half the people died of COVID had the vaccines. It's not you don't know what would have happened there. Totally, you can't just say he died because he didn't take the vaccine. I know right now, as we sit now, the people that didn't take the vaccine are a lot happier than the ones that did. We don't know what's going to happen to us. Yeah, but I'm happy because I took the vaccine and I took the boosters. Yeah. That's good. You're happy about that? I'm happy about it. Yeah. All right. We'll see. 76 and counting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you're, you're not getting the age now. It's probably pretty much hard to screw up anything we got going on already. <laughs> I just feel sorry for some kids. What's that? My, myocarditis, whatever, is an issue. A long, you just don't know yet for sure. I mean, who knows? You, you're injecting something in your body. Wow. I, I just don't know. I, I don't know the efficacy you know, polio continues to change. Unnecessary well, vaccine for polio. Unnecessary again. damage. Uh, we, may, we may need another to the economy and quality of life. All right, let's take a break and come back. Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional. Grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. A while back, I told you a story about Packer, our mascot, that Don found in the garbage truck after someone had thrown her out. Well, since then, I've been asked several times about Packer. Is she a dog or is she a cat? I guess I never thought to say, but she's a pit bull mix. And you can see a picture of her sitting in the driver's seat of Don's service truck on our website, garbagemaninc.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch our bandit run. All right, we are back. Three dudes with a view. I'm dude number three, Del Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris is away on some very important station business. Uh, he'll be back with us tomorrow. He might he might catch up with us sometime today before this show's out. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, good morning. Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right, and with us now... Uh, 8th District Commissioner for Murray County-elect will be sworn into office 
on Thursday, Gabe Howard. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good morning, Murray County. There we go. Now, Gabe, let's see. Is it 16 or 18 of the 22 commissioners, including yourself, are brand new? 15. 15. 15. 15 of 22. So almost 70% turnover. Um, I think it's like 67% uh, new commissioners. There you go. That's that's. Uh, you know, I've lived in Murray County all my life. I've never heard of that happening. It's uh, you know, I, th- I think it was kind of a, a timing of a lot of different things. Uh, we we had uh, commissioners that had been you know on the commission for uh, twelve to sixteen years. Um, so some folks were just ready to roll off. I, th- I think that some might have been jumping off the ship. Um, right. You know, lots of different things. People wanting to spend more time with family. Um, but yeah, we, we've we'll have a we'll have a new crew, and uh, you know we've got got a lot of work ahead of us. There you how go. Much, does it, does it, it pay? The, and how much time does it commit, Gabe, to do that? And what, what's the pay? What's the time commitment? Well, you know, uh, started the pay. To be honest with you, I didn't even know there was a paid position until uh, I got an offer letter from Murray County uh, government. Um, I think it's somewhere around four hundred dollars a month um you know basically yeah, five grand a year yeah so basically i think they take they take the mayor's pay uh divided by 22 commissioners and then that's that's the number that it comes out to um the uh the commitment you, you know I, the commitment's kind of a hard question to answer um you know because you've got some commissioners that will not show up to the committee meetings they'll show up to the full commission meeting um once a month um, you know, they are required to be on a committee, so uh, they may show, you know, they'll show up to their committee. But I think, uh, you know, in kind of everything that I've looked at, um, you know, it could be as, as little as, you know, six hours a month commitment. Um, but I think even all of the current commissioners, there's a lot more hours that they put in. Um, I know just in, in, you know, my nine months of getting involved and, in, you know, going to the different meetings. I go to the city of Columbia meetings. I go to all of the county meetings. Um, I go to some of the school board meetings, um, just to be well informed and you know know what's going on in our county. Because I think that's something that uh, we all you know as as part of this community need to be showing up. And we're starting to see kind of a shift with that. Um, folks are showing up to the uh, county you know commission meetings, um, having a voice, being present. And, uh, you know, we're seeing the same thing on the city of Columbia, you know, planning commission they, side. You run as a Republican or Democrat? Or is it non, non-party driven or? No, it, it is party driven, um, myself. And, uh, you, you know, that was, that was something also to be very proud of. Um, I heard the number yesterday and don't quote me exactly on this, but I think, um, 17 Republicans ran uh, for county commission uh, seats, and 15 were elected. Um, okay. 15 out of 22. And, and you, you ran as a Republican, right, Gabe? I did. Okay. I did. All right. Is this the ones that are on there? Are they Republican or Democrat? I guess so. I'm trying to, what percentage is Republican and Democrat you think it, on the 22-person 20, it, It's It's extremely high. Um, there, were, there were a couple that did not run as Republican but are conservatives. They ran as independents because they did not receive the nomination um, or they didn't, you know, they weren't part of the party. 
Is, uh, it, is it like, do you run like in Zion or Sunnyside? Do you have a district that's finite or do you run countywide? Uh, no, it is a district. Uh, this was a redistricting year, so there were a lot of changes within the districts. Uh, district 8, you know, specifically used to go way down into Kolioka and kind of run that 65 corridor. Um, with the redistricting, it actually took District 8 all the way up into Spring Hill, Murray, Murray County side. And, um, you know, with all of that growth up there, uh, that, that kind of changed the, uh, the layout of the district quite a bit. But some districts were affected a lot more than others. Um, yeah. And Gabe, you're District 8. Right? I, I'm District 8. Yeah. Gabe, what, what, dis- what, particular committees would your skills line up with on the commission and what committees would you like to chair great question um so something that you know i feel very blessed and passionate to be part of is um you know i've been an entrepreneur my whole life uh the only job that i've ever held was for uncle sam in the marine corps um so for me, you know, leading is uh something i definitely want to be, you know, part of and and kind of guiding the ship um so right now today i'm I'm definitely uh i want to be part of the budget committee i I believe we can do better on our budget um i want to be you know also involved in the building committee um i I think that you know as i think we're going to talk about here in a few minutes uh there have been you know some recent decisions that um I'm, i'm not proud of that you know this commission has made um and it just it was a decision that didn't need to be made yet and you know that's the judicial center but we'll talk about that here in a minute um so i'm i am uh i am looking at uh the option of running for chairman of the commission um you know i've not publicly said that so i'll publicly say it today um i am entertaining that and and looking at that i do not uh do not want you know my voice and my presence to be lost uh, with the chairmanship, and you know I think there's some opinions about that out there. To me, I see the chairman position as a position where you can help guide the ship. You know we need to be looking at some thirty thousand foot view uh, topics and conversations here in our county. Um, you know, including a regional water supply. Uh, we, we need to be working with you know our representatives in Washington D.C. and at the state level. Um, we've got 26 bridges here in, in Murray County that do not fit the guidelines that the state has laid out. And I can tell you firsthand, I've been in all the budget committee meetings. We don't have the money to fix them. We don't have the money to repair them. We don't have the money to rebuild them. And so I, I guess I see the chairman position as a lot more than it has been today. Um, you know, we, we've got exponential growth problems here in our county that we need to try to figure out how to get ahead of and um, behind the scenes we've uh, you know we've been working on a lot of different things to try to set the stage when it comes to impact fees and what does that look like why did our impact fee uh, you know bill fail um, in the house and you know there there are lots of different pieces that you know we need to look at and we need to take into consideration yeah Folks, and that that takes us around to the subject of the outgoing commission, uh, where 15 out of 22 will not be returning. Uh, now, they've taken some uh, steps this summer as an outgoing commission that uh, might well raise eyebrows. 
first of all, they've passed a substantial property tax increase. I think, is it 30% or 30 cents, Gabe? So 30 cents is what the property tax increase was after the, the net neutralization or the net neutral. What, what does that mean as a percent? Government always does that. They'll say Miller's rates and all these little sideways things. All we care about, what percent raise is it? I'm not sure I know, Ron. It's, it's I, huge, I don't know huge. that I, I don't know that I've processed it that way. So I always I've I've been looking at it from, you know, the thirty cents. Uh um, it's like a three card money, right? You keep everybody all the military. Well let's see what, what was it? Yeah, just, well, just tell me what, yeah, what percent Warren. of my property. It's a couple hundred dollars per thousand car. of your it, property, Ron. Right now? It, it, it's it was a couple raised hundred from dollars per thousand dollar uh on the average property. Yeah. And you know, you look at you look at um, you know something that the the budget chairman actually said. There were actually some people in Murray County uh, with the new assessments. Their property taxes actually went down. Um, I think that number is very very few and far between. But um, when you look at it, at it collectively, there was not a. I know it sounds massive in the the small scale, but being someone that sat in i mean it's probably 40 plus hours of budget committee meetings um i don't know what else they could have done you know they're yeah they're, I, i'm about to say i, I just uh, we, county's playing a rock in a hard place uh and uh we're looking at we've got yeah we, with all this well, it's an algebraic equation right so you got the property values which have gone up right you got the cost significantly you know, house, a, a yeah, lot of the values room. doubled yeah, so you got, say you got a $100,000 house worth 200000 now, so the mills rate changed around. Month. The question is, what, what are you paying? So I, mean, I, wish, I wish the government was more straightforward when it came to property taxes because I, you know, I have an MBA. I work for Goldman Sachs. I look at I don't know what you're doing. You know, the mills rate changes. The, the appraisals are always a percent of the value and not real appraisals. I mean, almost every county not in my own property, all through the different places, they're always the same gimmick. Yeah, you know, you got a hundred thousand dollar property that, that that the county tells you is worth sixty. We say, oh, that's a good deal. But then they do a millage rate change. I mean, at the end they just be straightforward and say, hey, we're, we're going to take one and a half percent. It averages to one and a half percent of your of your property value. I find over time, uh, efficient counties are one percent. Inefficient counties like Shelby County and Memphis are about one point three, one point seven five percent. So it's usually one to one and a half percent of the property value is what you paid in property tax. That's what we pro forma in our business models. There you go. You, you know, right. I, and prob- to say that what I'm talking about those outgoing commission, and I don't, neither Gabe nor I fault them for this big property tax increase as they go out. Uh, it just seems it seems they didn't have a choice. Uh, we're looking at. It depends on. We're, we're looking at over a quarter of a billion dollars worth of school uh, schools we got to build in the next five years. Not to mention, you know, uh, fire protection, roads, sewers, and all the rest that goes with them, or teachers to go in them. So um, it's unfortunate, but that's where we are. No choice. Okay, now let's get around to what they're doing about the old Daily Herald building and a potential new county courthouse. Uh, this is where the lunacy steps up, people. Uh, for, what's the name of that firm, Gabe? Hewlett Spencer. Hewlett Spencer. These guys are the royal nonsuch. Uh, they leave a slime trail. Uh, and they are the county's consultants for 
the new courthouse or I don't know they call themselves building advocates that I'll tell you something right there um, but in any in any event um, they are the ones who less than a year ago told the county the school board the county commission that a new high school could be built in Spring Hill for $74 million. Now it's clocking in in the neighborhood of $110 million. And I don't know what how the county's going to pay that. I ain't heard a plan for that yet. And, uh, and that brings us around to the uh, new county courthouse where the same firm, uh, Hewlett Spencer, who gobbling like spring turkeys, because they are turkeys, uh, is uh, now told the commission that a new courthouse can be built for $30 million. Uh, now, this the alternative plan to that, it made a lot of sense to me. But the county bought the old Herald building down there, which is a cavern, and, you know, they bought it for less than uh, two, two uh, Yeah, $1.8 million. Yeah, and put, it up, put about another $8 million in it, and... It's ugly as hell, but it would be usable as a courthouse, and it's located in the downtown downtown area. Uh, it's not a permanent solution, but it's cheap and it's available, and there's enough room there to have the courts that we need. Uh, the, 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 despite all the, you know, you start asking a bunch of lawyers and judges and clerks how much space they need. I mean, <laughs> you're not going to get you're not going to get useful answers. Um, and so the uh, uh, it, there, there's enough space there to get the job done for a while, and then when you figure out what you really do need, you can do something later. Well, inexplicably, inexplicably, the, the real the real problem here starts from day one. Um, you know, I, I own some commercial real estate, and we always do feel feasibility, due diligence on the front side. Um, make sure that what we're buying is is what it is that we need. Uh, make sure that it's a good price, all of the above. Well, this deal, I mean, has been doomed from the start. Um, they bought it with the intention of, you know, like Delk said, adding another $8 million to it, making it a $10 million judicial center. Well, today we sit here, and as we speak... Uh, they will be bringing in dozers here uh, probably today. Um, they'll be tearing down the building um, at a cost of $2.1 million and getting the site ready. So we'll have $4 million and two and a half acres of dirt. Um, this is a, this has and, been... And Spencer Hewitt uh, is... T- and folks, now I talked to our friends over in Lewis County where uh, Spencer Hewitt uh, has a very, very bad name and looks like they're headed toward litigation yeah. with Spencer Hewitt. Most consultants, they, we always say most consultants take your watch and tell you what time it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Gabe, you ought to find out who they connected to. Oh, well, well we, 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 can, we can tell you that. Over there, over there, they told them that a new high school was going to cost $29 million, and now it's clock. And, and, and it, gave them a, G, a guaranteed maximum price. Yeah. And, then, and then in the next and, and breath, within a week, came back in and said, "Sorry, we, sorry, we can't do that." We can't, you know. But yeah. here, here on this project, we don't even have a guaranteed maximum price. Well, yeah, but they, they broke that deal just within seven days. Came back in the hospital, they saved money by teaching drivers ed and sex ed in the same car. <laughs> I mean, folks. Anyway, the 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 uh, the outgoing commission has has 
taking Spencer Hewitt hook, line, and sinker for, you know, when I tell most people what they've done, they think, they go, this is corruption, you know. And I know the folks on our county commission that I, I don't think there's any. I, I don't. I don't think it's corruption. I don't, I don't think there's any corruption. They just don't there. know. They, I, they're told by these people. Well, this is what the counties are doing. And now Spencer told. Hewitt. That's another. I mean, they're they're, they're five months. They're of, snake oil of saying, "Hey, we're going to bring a guaranteed maximum price," and it gets to the ninth hour of the last full commission meeting, and they push this through unanimously. Um, no one on that Damn. commission would build a house that way. But they they just they they approved and spent. Um, they, they run the building do they, the bidding process. They they run that too. Uh, Hewlett Spencer does. Bell Constructors ends up with all of their projects. All right, let's yeah. take a break. Come back. I mean, that this, this is right there. This is just incredible. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Ram owners know tough, and they know what they want. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us to have a huge inventory. Call or stop by to talk to one of our Jeep or Ram product specialists, and we will help you build your dream ride. You can count on us. Choose a 1500, 2500, or 3500. Pick the power, options, even the color you want. Buy online and save time with our online shopping tool. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Hello everyone, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Are you aware that gold is at historical highs? That's right, and now is an opportune time to sell that unwanted jewelry made of gold or platinum. We also buy gold and silver coins or ingots. Tillis Jewelry will make you a top dollar offer paid in cash on the spot. Also, we buy diamonds from a quarter carat and larger, any shape, round, oval, marquee, and princess. Bring them in for an offer, you might just be surprised. Highest offer paid, I guarantee it. Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 110,000 high school student athletes in Tennessee have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about Tennessee high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the Tennessee Secondary School Athletic Association and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Celebrate back-to-school season with Hiller. This month only, get free backyard upgrades when you replace essential home systems, like a free Traeger grill with a new whole home generator, or a free Yeti cooler with a new tankless water heater. And Hiller's keeping you cool for back-to-school with zero interest financing for up to 12 months on select new HVAC systems. Visit happyhiller.com, happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the happy face truck today. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up, watch your bandit run. We are back. Three dudes with view. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris, is out doing important station business. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, how are you? Good morning, Dale. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, Ron Hart. How you doing, man? Good morning. Good morning. And Gabe Howard, who is the uh, district commissioner-elect for the 8th District of Murray County, Tennessee, uh, will be sworn in uh, on Thursday. Um, Gabe, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good morning, Murray County. All right. Gabe's holding in his hand a resolution passed just last week by the Murray County Commission to raise, tear down, destroy the old Herald Building uh, that will have uh you know as gabe says that means we'll have with demolition costs and acquisition costs we'll have four million dollars into two acres of dirt when that's done and the hero building has a good roof good hvac it's in good shape it's ugly but it's big old building that's uh in good shape and but we won't have that anymore uh it'll be gone and then, Where's the Daily Herald going to go? Are they going to move all into the Democrat National Headquarters there in Columbia? Just go ahead and get they, that and move right in. They've been, they've been moved out of there uh, for quite a while. I think yeah, they've, they've, they've way downsized, and uh, they'll be right off of Main Street. Yeah, they've got a little small office downtown, but they've only got oh, – Main Street, Murray. Yeah, there are only three people uh, working, uh, you know, in the – It really is sad for journalism, though, because back in the day, journalism, you know, the fourth estate really does serve a purpose, and it's sad what's happened to it. They, they need to be people holding government accountable and doing things, and they, they, the media just lost their way by being political advocates for the left. You, you, you know, so it's too bad that I, I'm a big believer – in journalism done right good journalism always helps this nation ron good journalism and there are only two actual journalism there's there's carrie carrie bartlett is the editor and jay powell is is a writer that that's it that's all they got they they are wonderful folks and serve this community tremendously and uh they're that's the owner that was the problem yeah that's that that's that's true too but they're they're not they they are very much a part of this community and and i i love having them as colleagues and love working with them um 
All right. The Murray County Commission now. The Herald Building. So $4 million into two acres of dirt. And we will no longer have a perfectly good building. And that that's supposed to start today, Gabe. What, what tearing it down, right? The, well, I, I don't know if they're actually, uh, you know, the resolution, uh, I think, just hit its, uh, you know, 11th day. Um, it, it, you know, basically becomes active at that point. Um, the mayor did not sign the resolution um, intentionally and, you know, <laughs> sent it over to the clerk's office. And on day 11, you know, it. it does uh by default you know become active um i I think we got to back up here and just look at you know what would we do and so well let's 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 sort of let everybody know where the ball lies and then uh, so so the the commission has voted to demolish the herald building uh the uh, that resolution is about to go into effect and the word is they're going to start demolishing it sometime this week Hewlett Spencer, who the same people who uh, told um, told um, Lewis County that the new high school could be built for twenty nine million, and then broke their word. The same people that told us that uh, we could build a new high school in Spring Hill for seventy four million, and now it's clocking in at one hundred and ten million, are telling the commission that a new courthouse can be built for thirty million, which is what the commission has voted to do. Uh, First of all, if you, I mean, it's there's no reason Hewitt Spencer Hewitt Spencer has no credibility whatsoever, and to think that it's going to get done for thirty million, uh, I mean that. And there's a fundamental flaw there too, Gabe. You need to point it out. If if they do your consulting work and they always use the same contractor, are they really bidding it out? <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's done behind the scenes. Um, everybody but, but I, you talk to about these people just goes, just shakes their head. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what happens behind the scenes, um, but you know, I, I knew, I do know that there needs to be a more transparent bid process. Um, that's the way that you know. I think all of us, you know, live our life. We we, we don't just go with the first fence quote that we got. We also don't have a fence contractor uh, come out and. You know, without a contract, without an agreed upon, you know, guaranteed price, we don't tell them, hey, just go ahead and get started. Um, you know, if we're doing business that way, we're setting ourselves up, you know, for failure um, r- right off the bat. And, you know, th- this deal here is, I mean, it, it really is a travesty if you look at um, the way it was handled. You know, we have no approved architectural uh, designs, um, there's no interior layouts. Um, you know, this commission basically just said, hey, we want to spend $30 million, get it done. Yeah, so they passed the resolution in favor, and the the only thing we got is a rendering, which, what did, what did you say, Gabe? It looks like a 1970s high school. It looks like a 1970s library. Library. And, and your, downtown, so, your downtown is beautiful. The courthouse it, that sits it, on the square down there is just gorgeous. And, and you know, that, that's the that's the thing. I mean, I, I've talked to the stakeholders. I've talked to the... the but but let's, 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 put, let's get the ball where it lies, Gabe. The uh, so what happened, a, a number of people, I mean, first of all, including our present mayor, uh, were upset about this. We're committing the county to a path that does not look have much chance of success. And, and you're going, why? What's going on? And so the new commissioners were looking at it. 
uh, had discussions with the county mayor about vetoing uh, the present resolution, thereby hopefully punting it over into the next commission where I think they've already talked amongst each other that, you know, they, 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 would, they would definitely hit the pause on this thing and re, reevaluate for committing to it. Well, uh, the present commission uh, found out uh, about the potential veto and scheduled a special meeting of the county commission for tonight in which to override the veto. Well, there's a, that being said, there's going to be no veto. Now, why, why, why is this outgoing commission so hell bent on doing this? I mean, it it makes no sense whatsoever, and that's where the ball. And and so Gabe and some others have looked into how to stop this thing, and basically for reasons that I don't understand. But basically, it's going to take them about 30 or 40 days for the new commission to vote to reverse course. And in that time, the Herald building will be demolished. And so yeah, I'm going to give you a simple answer. to So that. That, that's the that's the end of the story. We, we have lost a perfectly good building, spent four million dollars on a, a piece of dirt and uh, will have committed to uh, a building of of dubious value and uh, that we're going to have to go back to the taxpayers to figure out how to fund and, and you know pay for the rest of it yeah um, it's not going to be built for 30 million and game let me give you let me give right, you go something ahead, that York. you might want to want to look into as as a new newbie as a commissioner yes sir what you don't ever want to happen and that looks like what happened with, with the commission is that the consulting company becomes a voting member and and that should never happen uh, this consultant company is a consultant. I've turned down jobs because companies wanted me to do certain things after a training incident. And I say, I'm not here. I can't do that for you. They paid good money, but I was I, I wanted money, but they wanted an outcome that wasn't possible. So when contractors and consultants become a voting member, something's wrong with your organization, your internal organization, because they don't know everything that's going on within the commission and, and what, what you're looking at. You're an insider and they're outsiders. Yeah, boards remedies. Yeah, boards have consultants for CYA purposes. It happens at the corporate level, Coca-Cola or whatever. That they have a tough task and there'll be these consultants, these mysterious kind of murky consultants who will give them that answer. And they'll say, well, that's what the consultants told us. You know, they, they shift the blame of the outcome to yeah. the consultant and to the next group of people. You like go back and, and you look at this deal over the last five months. For five months, Hewlett Spencer has went before our building committee and our budget committee and said that they would provide a guaranteed maximum price. You know, it, it's not until five months later at the final commission meeting for the uh, the full commission, you know, they tell the body that no one is doing GMPs anymore, and that's guaranteed maximum price. Well, yeah, I mean, they, I, they I, gave they gave Lewis County a guaranteed max, maximum price, and then a week later reneged on it. That's right. And so I actually reached out to uh, the contractor that built the Dixon County uh, Justice Center, um, which is beautiful, by the way. Um, and they've got five active large projects going on in Murray County. Every single one of them have a guaranteed maximum price. 
Um, you know, I think uh, we go back and we look at this. All we can do is is try to figure out how to move forward. Um, this this cannot happen moving forward. We've got to make sure that what we're getting is exactly, and we're serving Murray County constituents in the best way. Um, but, but Gabe, according to your information, what, what can the new commission and the new mayor realistically do to clean this mess up so the best i understand it right now today and you know uh obviously we are not bound by uh the sunshine laws we're not sworn in yet so there's been lots of conversations that starting thursday we will not be able to have um but what i what i can say is that we will we will look at the the information here we will you know do what we can to try to pump the brakes uh, the judicial center is a is a need in our community. It is not a want. Um, you know, I've pledged my support to to make sure that we do get this built in the best and right way. This is not the best and right way. Um, it's not a project that you know I think we can even be proud of. Um, you know, no. a judicial center is something that you know in a hundred years or fifty years. You know, my kids and my grandkids can look at, and it's a beautiful piece of the history of Murray County. Um, and that's not what we've been given here. Um, no. You know, our agreements moving forward have got to be done in a way that um, protect the interest of Murray County and, and the Murray County citizens. And this is not what was done. I mean, how many square feet? The bill's got to be 10,000 square feet, right, Duck? The, the, I guess, 10,000, 8,000 square feet, that, that, that building they're knocking down? Pretty well built, I remember. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly. I think I've heard the figure maybe thirteen thousand square I, feet. I, yeah, I, I, I thought it was twelve. Square, or two point six million dollars worth of building you just knocked down. Yeah. You can just add to it jail cells, whatever you need to do. But you know, I, I realize that you know downtown will be a historic site. So you keep downtown pure. That's a little off to the side, right? So, so you know, only people go in there. The judicial system are, are, are criminals and lawyers, which I don't. <laughs> which is almost redundant. <laughs> so I wouldn't worry too much about being real pretty. Yeah, no, I, I mean know. the old Harold Bill is ugly as it can be, but it was a cheap uh, space and uh, it's in good shape. Uh, but shortly to be torn down, and we'll have nothing but a four million dollar piece of dirt and a very, you know, an, an ugly. Uh, you know, seventies uh, library. library look uh, building that won't get built for thirty million. It'll probably end up exactly like what happened in Mount Pleasant. Uh, and Hewlett Spencer did that too, didn't they? Uh, didn't they gave? They did. Yeah, they, did. So, they ended up with a uh, you know smaller space, and, and nobody nobody yeah, knows. They, they said that how they, that happened. They said they could get it done for uh, a certain amount of money, and all of a sudden they couldn't, so they just started whacking space off of it. And it's an unusable building. Hey, Gabe, remember that? Republic- all right, we're out of here. Republicans are in control, so they're responsible. Yes, sir. We look forward to it. When the one that left us Have a great day, folks. Turns for a